Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your spirit. spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Hear the parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals away what was sown in his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. The seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirty-fold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Catch you off guard now. There was a movie some years back, I think it's called About Last Night, and it started the lesser-known younger brother of John Belushi, Jim Belushi. And he, I think he was in a fornicating relationship with a woman. They each had separate domiciles. But then at one point, someone said, I guess it's getting serious. He's got a drawer in my dresser. Well, I, now, I'm in good company. I've been coming here quite some time. And I trudge my vestments here. Now, we at Santa Maria were having a... Um, rummage sale, so it's good spring cleaning. Gotten rid of all sorts of things. Well, I'm not going to get rid of my vestments. But the chasuble I'm wearing is one of these generic ones, which invites the vestment stole to be over the chasuble, and that's not the norm. It should be the other way around. But uh, I checked last week about the possibility of bringing vestments here, and I found out the wonder Father Anthony Jelinek has some vestments here. And Father Anthony Colgaro OFM Convincial, he's got vestments here. So, wow, I'm in good company. <laughs> so this is a, it's a mini rectory. <laughs> now let me tell you about Father Anthony. Father Anthony spent 36 years ministering at Marytown with his family ministries, offering Holy Mass, preaching, hearing confessions, spiritual direction. Recently, one of the Chicago priests died, and I emailed different priests, and Father Anthony said he used to be a spiritual director. And when I was in the hospital, Father Anthony came to see me as I was getting kidney stones worked on. So I was his penitent. And I could tell you he's a wonderful confessor. No wonder he had so many priests going to see him. And I wonderful, I mean that in multiple ways. One, he's very Catholic, and so you don't always get that in the confessional or in general in the pulpit, but he's very Catholic. But he's also very pastoral. So it's been told to seminarians like myself years ago, you're lying in the pulpit, 
proclaim with firmness the truth and be a lamb in the confessional when you're one and one. So Father Anthony's more of a lamb in the confessional, even if he's lying in the pulpit. So he's a wonderful priest. And he grew up in Hungary, which was under the cloud of the Soviet Union. He got beaten for going to mass in grade school, like at the age of six. Now Father Anthony was serving mass when he was four years old. He knew the Latin responses. He, I'm jealous of him. He's got a full head of hair, mostly natural color, and he's got about 16 years on me. But he said his body is that of a 90-year-old man. He's been beaten so often for his faith. And that's nothing compared to his dad and his grandfather. They were martyrs for the Catholic faith. And so Anthony, Father Anthony warns against the embrace of socialism. Russia wasn't communist. Their title was in English, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. So he knows firsthand about socialism. You don't have to work to look it down in Venezuela or some other countries. He lived it. So he's, and he is a wonderful, dynamic speaker. English is not his first language, but we're blessed to have him as our spiritual director of Lake County Curia of the Legion of Mary. And uh, our Spanish-speaking ladies don't understand everything he says, but they say, boy, he's on fire. <laughs> and he speaks spontaneously. He's very thorough, and he has a great helper who helps him to put together his talks. And then he goes off the cuff, and watch out the, <laughs> which is good. He's, a, he's a, like a prophet. And so uh, we pray for his home Hungary and Poland. Because I was reading something recently, the EU is worried that Poland and Hungary are too conservative. They're going to save the continent. They're going to save the world. My ancestral homeland, for the most part, is Ireland, who sold out her soul. First country, I think, where the, not the judges, nor the politicians, the laity, voted in so-called same-sex sodomy marriage. My friend whose parent is from Ireland says, I don't want to go there. They're traitors. Then they voted in abortion. So they have almost no vocation. So St. Patrick is spinning in his grave, and we pray the Hungarians and the Poles help to reconvert Ireland to where she once was. Father Calgaro, a very dedicated priest as well, spent many years as a missionary in Mexico, maybe 34 or so. So let me just tell you this stole here. You didn't know what you were getting today. This stole came from Ireland. I went to the International Eucharistic Congress there around 2013 or so. I think it's one of the only international trips I ever took alone done a lot of traveling, but, and I was in the airport in Toronto, Canada, I think, changing planes, and I saw a man with a black collar and a black shirt and white collar. It's good to wear our cleric. So I went up and talked to him, and I didn't notice he had a pectoral cross. And I think his name is now Cardinal Conlon. It's an Irish surname, and we're talking, he says, well, you ever want to be a priest up in here, you're welcome. I got too much family, an extended family in Chicago, ever to leave Chicago. But, uh, so it was a wonderful gathering, uh, there in, in the capital of the Republic of Ireland. And uh, then Pope Benedict XVI didn't, uh, didn't, wasn't present, but he appeared on a uh, big video screen and promoted the next e Eucharistic Congress, which was to be in Cebu in the Philippines. So that's today's startup. Just want to say a few words about today's gospel, which struck me in a different way. The Holy Spirit is always willing to work with us. We have to dispose ourselves. Well, about the seeds, I thought about some of the violence we see 
in our large cities across the country. And there's various causes. Probably I think the most basic cause is men not being men. Fathers not being fathers. Husbands not being good husbands, although in most cases I think they never marry the woman anyhow. If a man, good, holy, strong man, is in the house, the woman can do her part just as the mother. She doesn't have to be both parents. She can be the heart of the family, as God so wills. And he can be the head of the family, as God so wills. And uh, I was at a rally one time in favor of marriage. There was a traitor who voted against marriage after having voted for it. And, and I heard a found sheriff say, in my jail, most of the kids don't have a father present. Kids deserve to have a father and a mother in their home. And the, the rates, and I saw an African-American football player say the same thing. If dad's not there, dropping out of school, much higher. Not finishing high school, let alone college. Uh, affiliation in gangs, being arrested, dying young. All go way up when dad isn't there. So a lot of these who are not the peaceful protesters, they are there and the left press would have you believe they're all peaceful protesters. They're closing their eyes to the violence that's done, the lives that have been lost, the buildings that have burned, the cars that have been destroyed, the statues have been torn down. But those who are doing that, a lot of them, I think they were seen in many instances that they are down the path or the rocks or the, thorn, the thorny area. Now they have to take responsibility. I think we live in a time where young people want to just pass the buck. But by the same token, others have a duty and an opportunity to be good soil. So adopt a child or lead a scout group as a holy heterosexual adult who's not going to molest the kids uh, and be a second father or a girl scout group or a track coach or something. When there is lacking, and even when there's not, now, there's something to the African idiom that it takes a village to raise a child. I had wonderful parents, yet I had wonderful coaches and teachers and, and the uh, theater director at the college seminary that helped to form me, helped to allow me to reach my potential. And so we have that opportunity as well. First and foremost is the mom and dad. All of us kids still go to mass seven living out of the ten my parents had. Mainly, I think, because mom and dad both went to Mass. In fact, they were both daily communicants. I don't know what I can say about the grandkids, but, uh, but at least that's my generation. You, do I get an amen out of that one? So, so anyhow, uh, we have to cleanse ourselves. That's why confession is so good. Go to Father Anthony or go to any priest, and he can help pick the weeds out and the rubble and the trash to make you more, more fertile. And uh, there's a wonderful couple, the Holy Spirit and the Blessed Virgin Mary. And one of their children is Frank Duff, founder of the Legion of Mary. So I, I'm hearing them singing to me, promote the Legion of Mary for juniors. Wouldn't that be wonderful? St. Carmel Catholic High School. They're now blessed to have some diocesan priests to assist there. And there's a zealous young lady who was on this radio program who might be willing to help start the Legion. So we pray others will assist her, be open to it. Teachers at the faculty there at, at Carmel and other formational staff will say, it's a wonderful ministry development, apostolate, 
formation mold. And we pray multiple adults will help to lead the group so they can share the burden. We have a junior group at Santa Maria, and of course it's on hold because of the pandemic. Nobody under 18 is allowed to come to meetings. Four of our groups are meeting, and we hope to get the seniors. We pray for Dennis Quirk, if I can name names. Dennis was a member of the Legion of Mary at Winchester House, which is now devoid of residents. The new places thrive on Route 45, west of Dover Straits. So pray, friends, that we can get the Legion of Mary there. St. Joseph Parish in Libertyville is a wonderful parish in many, many ways. And I'm not getting paid to say this. And they have about 15 women and men every week would go to Winchester House, set up for the Mass, bring communion to those who can't come, help bring down the residents who want to attend. And now we're going to be further. And I worked with Sean T. Mayer, Sean T. Mayer, the wife of the deacon, and John Broderick, both phenomenal leaders. And both looked to pass the baton, so I hope someone from St. Joe's will help take that baton, and yet at Santa Maria, we're closer. So I hope some of our people and some of St. Mary Vernon, this is the Catholic Church working together, will together minister to Jesus in what appears from the outside to be a decrepit body. But I, I'll say this, it's an insight I was given. Most of us stopped growing at around between 18, 16 and 20 maybe, and we start shrinking, I don't know what age, but I already have. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that with your soul. In your soul, Bonnie Quirk could be 14 feet tall. <laughs> Amen? See? Amen. You grow in holiness. And some of the growth comes from carrying crosses. And others comes from what you learn and what you pass on. Do this and don't do that. I did both of them. And the ones say, don't do, I shouldn't have done. So learn from me. And so this, this chapel, secondary, and this radio ministry, primary, are trying to be rich soil. Somebody can listen to this radio in their bedroom at night, or somebody can listen on their drive and get inspiration they're not getting in their church, even if they go to the confessional and from their parents. So your presence, your contributions, prayers first, money second, uh, are enriching the soil here. They talk about certain plants grow much better in dark, rich soil. Well, you're part of that in many different ways. And St. Paul went to the marketplace to preach. Hopefully soon, St. Fulton Sheen used the television. So WSFI is using the internet to put the gospel out there and to reach people in many different places. And I do tip my hat to St. Charbel. He's an Eastern Rite Catholic saint. Part of, you know, Pope St. Paul, John Paul II said there's two lungs to the church, the East and the West. And we need both of them to breathe. And so uh, I attended a Maronite Rite Mass when I was in the Holy Land. And there's a certain piety and devotion often not found in many, even Masses that I say, uh, with their reverence of song and such. And so we pray St. Charbel will intercede on our behalf and uh, I'll bless people with oil afterwards, St. Sherbell oil. And I'll also bless some candles. I don't know if you've heard. Some say, some say, we have three days of darkness, terrible sinning. Don't look out the window unless you want to be like Lot's wife and turn into a pillar of salt. <laughs> but these candles blessed, maybe they got to be 100% beeswax. Church candles only have to be 51%. Um, are not supposed to go out. Christ is the light of the world, and, and 
Maccabees. He had those candles burn for seven days. They should have run out of oil, but they didn't. So don't put anything past God. Don't underestimate him. But do your part as well. To God the Father Almighty, dear brothers and sisters, may every prayer of our heart be directed. For his will it is that all humanity should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth.